How many diets have you been on? Someone in my membership program asked me this last week and it made me really think. I knew it was a lot, but when I sat down and I worked it out properly, it shocked even me. And I know from speaking to some of you, dear audience, that most of us have been there, done that and got the t-shirt. But fear not, we can and will unravel the mystery and find the missing pieces of the happy weight puzzle. Because there's so much more to the equation that often gets overlooked. And today's discussion is going to be a game changer. Hi, I'm Sarah Butler. Over 17 years working in the diet industry and over 40 years of my own binge eating and weight struggles taught me that there had to be another way. So I created it. I now live slimmer, happier and eating exactly what I want. And in this podcast, I share the other way with you. The other way to work with your body and your mind rather than against them so that you get to create real and lasting change all from the inside out. Ready for a life less dieted? Let's go. Hey, hey, it's Sarah here and welcome back to another episode of the Slim Happy and Eating Show. So how many diets have I been on? Well, in terms of different diets, I've tried, well, I can remember six different ones in the main. That doesn't sound too bad, hey? But, 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 I started one or other of those big six probably two or three times a year for 34 years. So we're probably talking about 90-ish diets that I did. Jeez, (laughs) it makes you think, doesn't it? And there are, you know, there are lots of different studies and statistics that you can find online about this. And, you know, just do a quick Google search and you can find all sorts out. But typical ones suggest that a typical woman will embark on average 130 diets during her lifetime. And on average, a new regime is started twice a year and lasts 31 days. And yet, most people regain the weight they lose within two years. And even though all these people go on all these diets, as we are all very aware, obesity levels with the the myriad of associated health and wellness consequences, they just keep on rising. So how can this be? Big clue, it's got nothing to do with willpower or having a big enough why. And we're about to uncover the secret source that the dieting industry has been keeping under wraps. And the fact is that diets concentrate only on the, the, the eat this, don't eat that mentality. And yes, that might give us temporary results, 31 days anyone, but they rarely address the, the real life underlying issues that brought us to the dieting circus in the first place. And I would hazard a guess that very few of us went on a diet because we didn't know what to eat. Yeah, because we didn't know what was healthy food. We didn't know what was unhealthy food. You see, it's not just about the number on the scale, the calories in and the calories out, what food to eat, what food not to eat. That's the that's actually the easy part. Picture this. We are not just bodies. You are not just your body. 
We are our bodies, yes, and we're also minds and hearts and souls as well. Our relationship with food is so much more complex than simply counting calories. It's intertwined with how we're thinking, with our emotions, our stress levels, our self-esteem and even our happiness. And that's what we're here to explore today. So today we're diving deep into the heart of the matter. Why focusing solely on the physical aspects of dieting like counting calories just doesn't cut it. It's time to explore the uncharted territory of the psychological and emotional dimensions of our relationship with food and our bodies. So if we go back to that question, the question of how can it be that so many people go on so many diets and yet the obesity rates are still rising and so many of us are still so unhappy with how we feel. The truth? It's because diets fail us on three crucial levels. Biological, psychological and emotional. Eating, thinking, feeling, if you like. So let's look at these each in turn. First of all, the biological, the eating. This is what diets have been focusing on for decades and still they get this bit wrong. Yeah? There's no two ways about it. Most diets encourage us to cut our calories by a bonkers amount. This triggers an emergency, you're gonna starve response in our brain. So when we don't eat enough, when we don't get enough energy, our brains release a a compound called neuropeptide Y. Again, go Google it. This neuropeptide Y stimulates our hormones, our hunger hormone, which is ghrelin, and suppresses our fullness hormone, which is called leptin. So basically, we're nudged into eating, and not only eating, but eating way past fullness. And even more sneakily, these cheeky biological responses get us to search for energy from the most readily available sources. Yeah, remember, it thinks we're in an emergency situation. It thinks we're starving. And so it wants us to eat a lot, it wants us to eat past full, and it wants us to eat in a way where we get energy real quick. And that ain't going to be via grilled fish and salad. You guessed it, it nudges us to go and get energy from simple carbs and fats. So all those times that you beat yourself up for having no willpower, for just being greedy, it wasn't you. Well, I guess it was, but it wasn't conscious thinking you. You know, it was your body automatically just doing its job and looking after you. Definitely not you just being greedy. Also, and this, you know, this is a biggie. Some diets, definitely not all, but some, actively still encourage the continued use of ultra-processed food and artificial sweeteners. You know, ultra-processed food and artificial sweeteners, even the ones marketed to promote weight loss, can actually lead to weight gain instead. A calorie is not a calorie is not a calorie. Not all calories are created equal. The more real food we eat, the easier weight management will be. Now, at this point... I invite anyone who's interested in this to go and watch a video on the BBC website, and it's also on YouTube as well, 
by a guy called Dr. Chris Van Tulliken. The video is called UK Doctor Switches to an 80% Ultra-Processed Food Diet for 30 Days. It's only about 15 minutes long, it's an easy watch and I guarantee you, you'll be hooked. There was also a Panorama programme on the BBC a couple of months ago about an experiment on twin women. So one of the twins, I think she was called Amy, um, she spent her time on the experiment on an ultra-processed diet, so highly processed food. Um, and it was carried out by scientists from King's College London, I believe. Her identical twin, Nancy, was also on a diet containing, now this is the important bit, containing exactly the same amount of calories, nutrients, fat, sugar and fibre. Okay, exactly the same amounts of calories and the breakdown of nutrients. But she was consuming raw or low processed foods. The first twin, who was on the ultra-processed food diet, and this was only for two weeks, gained a kilo in body weight, whilst the other twin lost weight. And the twin that was on the processed food, her blood sugar levels worsened and her blood fat levels, the lipids, went up as well. Now, this was an absolute breakthrough, as it was the first time it had been proven under scientific conditions, that a calorie is not a calorie is not a calorie. Because the same calories were eaten and very different results were achieved. So it kind of makes you question those diets, doesn't it? That advocate, you know, treats or sins that can be anything, as long as it fits within your calorie allowance. Hmm? I'll put a link to both of those resources in the show notes and please, please do take a, a quick look at those because they, they are groundbreaking. So let's move on to the second aspect. Yeah, we've looked at the biological. Let's move on to our thinking, the psychological. 99% of diets only focus on what we eat. But here's the thing, what we eat is determined much of the time by how we feel. And how we feel is determined 100% of the time by what we think. How we think has a direct impact on how we manage our weight. Our thoughts, our attitudes, our beliefs about food, exercise, exercise, body image, and our thoughts about our overall health play a crucial role in you know, what we do, managing our behaviours and our choices related to weight management. And here are just a few ways in which that happens. First of all, our mindset and our motivation. You know, a positive and a determined mindset can be a really powerful tool for successful weight management. If you believe that you are able to make positive changes, you will stay motivated. You're more likely to adopt a healthier lifestyle and healthier habits. You know, our attitudes towards food our beliefs about food can impact our behaviours. For example, if we, you know, if we label foods, if we believe or if we view certain foods as good or bad, we're more likely to overindulge or feel guilty about our choices. And this definitely leads to unhealthy eating patterns. You know, our body image, how we feel about ourselves, a negative body image can affect weight management efforts too. If we struggle with self-acceptance and or try and, you know, struggle 
to achieve an unrealistic body shape. This can really lead to potential weight fluctuations and dissatisfaction. Another one, stress and cortisol levels. Chronic stress and negative thinking. You know, it's been proven now that this triggers the release of stress hormones like cortisol, which can lead to increased cravings for unhealthy foods and therefore weight gain. And just a simple thing like goal setting, you know, setting realistic and achievable weight management goals can be influenced by our thoughts and beliefs about what we can do. Unrealistic goals, they can, all they will do is lead to frustration and discouragement and that makes it harder to stay on track with healthy habits. So developing a positive, balanced mindset, you know, fostering self-compassion within ourselves this can all contribute to more effective and sustainable, real and lasting change. Now, this might all sound like psychobabble or a bit airy-fairy, but I promise you, this is one of the missing pieces of the puzzle. And it really doesn't have to be really deep or hard work. You know, at the end of the day, we think in words. Words have energy. They focus our attention They either raise or lower our vibration, i.e. how we feel, and therefore what we do, and therefore what we get. Diets only teach us how to restrict calories. They don't teach us how to think differently when we've had a bad day or a crappy week so that we don't use chocolate or wine or crisps to make us feel better. And that leads me to the third point in the triangle. Finally, we are emotional beings. Yeah, we're not just bodies. We're bodies with minds and with emotions. And nearly everyone I've ever worked with has described themselves at first as an emotional eater. Yet diets don't teach us how to live at our happy weight with all our emotions. All they do is teach us how to ignore our emotions and suppress them whilst we're dieting, hang on in there through sheer grit and willpower, no matter how we're feeling, then boom, the diet ends and we're left with an emotional powder keg. And then we wonder why we binge. So my invitation to you is if you're on the journey to find another way, a different, better way to move towards your happy weight and live there for good, remember the triangle. You know, triangles appear and hold significant importance in nature, in architecture, in engineering, for very, very good reason. They're known for their structural stability, their strength, and so many other properties as well. So remember the triangle of you in relation to your weight management. It's not just about calories in and calories out. Think, feel, eat. Yeah? Think mind, body, soul. Think biology, psychology and emotions. And you won't go far wrong. So, any questions, please shout up. I'll definitely post those links to those videos and that article into the show notes as promised. And watch out, watch out in the next week or so for my new low cost monthly membership where I'll be supporting you in all things slim, happy and eating. Until next time, 
Love Yourself Lots.